0: You think you're on Somebody let me know we Will everybody
1: in the plate. Put a whistle in the face it out and say Yo, yeah. What up? We are back Jay Foreman Nate Brennan Old school Again brought to you by Mercado Certified Piedmontese in the house If you're worried about snowmageddon, just go down there to the butcher shop. You can get any type of meat, any type of cut, seafood if you like, a little pasta, you know, street tacos, all types of stuff, man. But uh,
0: oh, real quick, someone had a question. uh, Let me see where it was. It was a question about fantasy football. And they asked, well, one, I don't even know yeah. if I should be telling anyone fantasy football yeah, advice because Taylor. guess what? It didn't work. Yeah, I know I have Jonathan Taylor shut down for the season. And Tyler Higby got too many points last night, so I lost. I don't even want to get into that. I'm
1: Baker a frustrated about that.
0: But someone asked if they should roll with Matt Ryan in fantasy football. No. no, Whatever you do, IQ crew, yeah, Gardner yeah. Minshew, 10 times out of 10 yeah. over Matt Ryan. No. Yeah,
1: Matt Ryan is done, and plus Jonathan Taylor is officially on injured reserve.
0: They, they have completely given up. Yeah. They're going for a top five pick, and when they get C.J. Stroud, I want I want you to call me personally and say the Colts are playing chess.
1: I will if they if they get they were
0: play if they were play if they get C.J. Stroud. If I they think get Bryce C.J. Young Stroud,
1: I'll say it. But when they They're when they when, when they draft Richardson, come back and I'll take another I'm done. Tomahawk stake. Yeah, I
0: do. You should you, honestly, you would deserve a Tomahawk stake. But I think really, who they would take, the Colts would be the team to take Levis with Stroud still on the board. Oh, that yeah. would be the most Colts. Move oh yeah, ever. for sure. Jermer would be like he, he fits the eye test.
1: Yeah, yeah he's he's Josh Allen. He's got the two. eye yeah. test. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. That that CJ is C.J. Stroud yeah. any day of the week. Yep. A couple of Jackson, Jack and Cokes. I know, <laughs> you, I know. I know. If I was his would. Agent, If I was his agent, it was a couple of Jack and Cokes. and hey man, you know you got you know he looked just like Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know he would. <laughs> Jeff, you like him? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, hey, you know, before um, break, I was talking about the I guess correlation or something that you could think of. Um, Nebraska and Ohio State. Mm. Obviously, there is no, mm. there is no mm. direct comparison on the field and success recently, but there is in the eyes of e- each university because when you lose to Michigan at Ohio State, when you're at Ohio State and you lose to Michigan, it's like the world ended. Like if you beat Michigan and say you go to play for a national champion, championship and lose, it's okay because you, you beat Michigan. Well, for Ohio State, they've lost two years in a row. And it's how they've lost, which is, you know, really, really alarming for the alumni that played at Ohio State, for the people that are close to the program. And so, you know, for, you know, a project that I'm working on, I talked to one of my, I guess, Big Ten partners, Bobby Carpenter, um, and he started to talk about the correlation between two. And I was like, Bobby, there ain't no correlation between Nebraska and Ohio State. He's like, pump your brakes. Yes, there is. And I said, explain it to me. And so we start to talk about Nebraska for maybe even back when Bo was here I, I I don't I mean that uh didn't really appreciate or recruit local talent as hard as they should. And that kind of maybe you if you did it in say year 1 but it really hurts you in year 4 when they have a really strong class like they've had at times through the metro, right? Or throughout the state or like they have right now or seem like they have year in year out now whether it's a kid from Gretna, and and local talent is all the way up to Iowa and South Dakota or whatever, right, because all these kids play 7-on-7 and know each other, and with their phones they're able to talk. What that has done is is created a little bit of softness, right, because the guys that are from, you know, these areas are going to play for a different purpose, whether it's a lineman. A perfect example is Harrison Phillips, right, yeah. He wasn't He wasn't the prototype for whatever defense we were running. He goes to Stanford. David Shaw, he said he always tries to – at that time when he was recruiting guys, he wanted to know who was the toughest guy on the team. If it wasn't the guy he was looking at, he wouldn't recruit him. Harrison Phillips fits that bill. Numerous guys. Drew Ott that went to Iowa long before you were here, who was actually an eight-man football, but Drew Ott was a dude. All-state in basketball, football, and track. <laughs> Real wow. good athlete. Ended up starting at Iowa for quite some time and gave Nebraska havoc. There's numerous guys, right? So how does it correlate to Ohio State? If you look at how Ohio State has won or has lost the last two years, it's been from being out physical, right? Well, there's a little thing going on there that they've really fell in love with getting a lot of guys from out west coast and and all the pretty, you know, receivers, quarterbacks, and running backs, right? And some of the linemen aren't kind of Ohio State guys, the tough guys. They're starting to go to different schools, right? You see them, in, you know, mm-hmm. guy from Ohio, bigger schools. Start to see them show up at different programs. You know where you, you know where you find that. You, know, you know where you see the result of that. Well, Michigan has their backup running back straight percolate yeah. up and down the field on you, right? <laughs> from a physicality standpoint, where your DBs get beat one on one coverage. Where Ohio State was always that team would would be able mm-hmm. to win 50 50 balls that were ultra competitive. Now you see some guys turning down competitive situations, right? Didn't matter if they were freshman. Heck, Jeff Okuda went from playing on special teams against Clemson to the number third or fourth pick in one year. You don't do that by just playing good one year. It, it's, it's something that was, you know, put into you through practice and mm-hmm. competitive nature. So how does that competitive nature change? By how you recruit and how you get the standards of the program. And how does Michigan stay the course? And find a way to beat a team that they're not going to be able to out-athletic or be more pretty than. You know what they're going to do? They're going to improve and get better along the lines, right, offense and defensive line, yep. and play football differently yep. and beat the tar out of you. And then we still have superior athletes or great athletes out there at the skill position. Then not only we, – we're not going to just try to beat you late. We're going to go for knockout blows. So he did. So when you think about local recruiting – right over the last I don't know let's just say 10 to 12 years here right and you think about sometimes you know the team looking a little soft there you go because it's not just the line it's the kid that comes from I don't know let's just say Carney. right that's you know say is you know a lot of times these kids that are you know good enough to play you know the grandpa played their dad you know played whether they're a walk-on or scholarship guy and here's the grandson that's it's it's all he knows. They know the Nebraska way. You gotta be tough, you gotta finish. That you're representing our town or city or whatever it is. The entire state. The entire state. And then he's coming here and helping say a Nate Brennan from Indiana, Jay Form from Minnesota learn how to what it means. That's where your toughness comes from. That's where your toughness can be let down. That when so there's a correlation, even though it's not directly, because Ohio State is obviously in the college football playoffs. But don't think they are not happy. They're coming
0: at Ryan De- Ryan Day. Right. Like they're, they're saying they're, they're trying saying, to
1: fire him. Right. That's just because right. he lost to Michigan. That's the Twice. only loss. But it's the way <laughs> yeah. they lost. Yeah. It's the way they lost. And don't think they're not watching that Georgia game and thinking that's just like Michigan. And if they go out there and get get Molly and get bulldozed, I can guarantee you, you're going to start hearing the rumblings about Ryan Day. They just spent two million dollars. <sighs> On Jim Knowles to be the defensive coordinator from Oklahoma State to fix the same problem that got them beat the year before. The same problem. They and th- this year they didn't even get beat. They got embarrassed. Right. On national TV, when you were you were thought of to be the better team, with a quarterback that just got handed the position, the guy that beat you last year is on the bench. He's in Iowa already. <laughs> Here comes the dude that they really ain't even played good, and he, he – he got his rocks off on you, and he now he's and Blake Coram didn't even play, right? The backup, the Heisman, the Heisman candidate didn't even play. Exactly, the backup, the, the the guy that was supposed to be, he's the he was he was thought of like as the change of pace, the screen guy, help you in the pass game. He said, no, 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 I'm physical too, and I'm running through you guys. The offensive line was just pancaking you guys giving you just big old thick cuts of, of butter. Probably if you're out there from Nebraska, you know, probably putting some lard on you with just syrup, just pancaking you guys, just running through you guys. Mm-hmm. And then just beating you one-on-one? No, no. Yeah, they – they, uh, they, yeah, Corey and Lincoln says this. Drew Ott threw the bones, right, <laughs> in Memorial St- <laughs> Stadium after sacking the Nebraska uh, quarterback during Ooh. Mike Riley area. But that was Bo Pelini that get, didn't uh, recruit him. I, really? remember, I remember hearing about Drew Ott. I was doing a speech out in, like, BFE, Nebraska. And this dude came up to me, and I'll never forget. He had, like, he had like a Nebraska, old Nebraska shirt on, right? Well, you know, some overalls, and looked like he had been, you know. He came up to me. I mean, it's cool. I mean, when you're out there, like, they ain't, like, suited and booted out there, Nate. Okay? <laughs> All they right. come, you know, they, they coming right off, like, the farm. They're farm kids. And, and probably got some, you know, cow doo-doo on their stuff, you know. All so, right. he had these boots on. And, and Drink he, milk every day. And he was telling me about drew. Like, he was Paul Bunyan. <laughs> <laughs> but like a folktale. Right. But I'm like, man, no way. Man, come on, man. You just – I said, what he play, eight-man football? He was like, yeah. He's like, look, he's like, Iowa wants him. Kansas, Kansas State wants him. Nebraska hasn't looked at him talking about eight-man football. Really? And the dude kept telling him, and he's like, this kid is for real. And he kept saying it. kept Two years later, he is destroying Nebraska. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> and
0: throws up the bones.
1: Hey, hey, that's right. all good. Let's see what John says. The rest of the Jay, what's the rest of the? Uh, what, what are we gnawing on? Are we want to chop extra bone of ribeye? I don't know. Hey man, it, when, when you when you when you around our house, man, you gotta just come eat when, when it's time to eat, man. We we don't play no game. Time to eat, but uh yeah. So also
0: wet blanket. That is. uh terrible comparison. He says, are you criticizing the team that drafted both Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck? I think Colts draft quarterbacks well at the top of the draft. No, those are generational talents that fell to the Colts with the number one overall pick. That is not Will Levis. Honestly, it's not Bryce Young. That's not CJ Stroud. Those guys were generational team changing.
1: No wet blanket. He is talking about the same team that gave Carson Wentz a whole bunch of money and yep. couldn't beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in a winner take all game, Ugh, and lost God. what nine to seven. It was something like that. And no, the, it was
0: like twenty six to like six.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was trying. Well, I wish it was nine to seven. And then the owner, <laughs> the owner, promptly said, "You know what? This will never happen again." You knew Carson Wentz was done. Remember? And he literally
0: said, and then there, he was getting on a plane and said, "All chips in." And from that moment on, the Colts have gone like four and eleven. Right. And now they're stuck with Matt Ryan. Luckily, Matt Ryan was only a one year deal, so he should be done.
1: But I will, I will tell you this. Put in Nick I, Foles. I, I think that Matt Ryan had a really good year the year before with Atlanta. It just so happens the thinking was this Matt Ryan had a really good year in Atlanta with nobody around him. They only course, had. Cordero Patterson was his number one guy. In Pitts. Who played in, running back. In Pitts. Yeah, <laughs> he was, got drafted as <laughs> a receiver. Then he went kick returner. And, then and now, he's now he's a running, a running back. You were thinking, with the highest paid offensive line and one of the best offensive lines going into this season, Matt Ryan would flourish. Just so happens, all five of the offensive line, and I'm a big Quentin Nelson I guy. I know you are. I'm I a know huge you Quentin Nelson guy. So am I. You and I'm a big Kelly guy at center. Yeah. I'm talking about the – they all just decided, you know what? We taking <laughs> this year off. I mean, it's like – Maybe they don't like Matt Ryan. I mean, but but, but what? When, when I'm watching Quentin Nelson, like, this is not the dude that was that destroys people.
0: Right after he got paid, all yeah. of them because that's the thing is all of them got
1: paid. Yeah, all of them got paid, and all of them has proceeded to play like boo boo.
0: And you know the best guy on the line was their third round pick that plays left tackle. Right, he's been the best player on the offensive line. He's still hungry. He's the only one. Right. He's trying to get paid next. Now Jonathan Taylor's out for the season. Yeah, the Colts so are that's what I think. Fire. Yeah, so that But it. that is, I, I think it's very unfair to be like, hey, the Colts draft well. You're telling me you weren't going to take Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck? If you don't well, take those it, guys, you're a
1: fool. Well, the Colts had did at one point in time have Jeff George and Jack Trudeau.
0: That Okay, but literally Jeff from George. Peyton Manning to now, yeah. the Colts were blessed with two generational quarterbacks. And when they and, didn't, they had Jacoby Brissett, and I can tell and, you exactly and, how that
1: went. And also... Your boy. Also, <laughs> <laughs> also, also, when they had Andrew Luck, they refused to fix the offensive line, so he had to retire.
0: So then they, right after he retires, oh, maybe we should mess in offensive line. Uh, right, well, right. how'd that work out
1: for you? Not too good, huh? Not too good. You so know who used to start- tell me that all the You time? know
0: what? But I tell you what, who they should have kept and convinced to not retire, old man Phil. Old man Rivers. He knew yeah. what was going on. He was big
1: time. He was good that he year. He won 11 games. Yeah, he was good that year. And
0: they almost beat the Bills in the playoffs. Yeah. I know you remember that. Yeah, I do. cold day in Buffalo. Yeah, two two blown. He a-
1: almost took it with two blown ACLs. Philip Rivers out right there with the two <laughs> biggest still- knee braces in NFL history. He was. And would it And like
0: and like a ha- his arm could only like go above like his shoulder. Yeah.
1: He rides he, was the, slinging he it. rides the wind on on his, on his on his ball. So another good segment. Nate Nate Brennan Jay Foreman. You know, comparison between Ohio State or the Ohio State and mm-hmm. uh, the Corn huskers as we are, as we are on the cusp of the first Matt uh, Rule uh, class, and uh, we're talking all things Huskers. A little NFL talk here in the in the in the next hour. We're going to do a quick quick. Should we do some trivia? Yeah, sure. Why not? We'll do a little trivia here for the last little quick segment. Um, something maybe with present day Huskers and see how this works out for it works out for you you fans out there. So Jay Foreman, Nate Brennan. Uh, we'll be back
0: watch old school live on facebook youtube or twitch old school with dp and j on 937 the ticket and the ticket fm.com